This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Roger, roger. It's unfair. We would be honored if you would join us. Hey, everyone, and welcome to today's new video. So, I hope you're all having an awesome day. I want to talk about something that I always wanted to talk about with you guys. One of the biggest stigmas out there is that Hayden Christensen was the worst actor to choose for Anakin Skywalker's role. Now, I made this post on Twitter and Instagram yesterday about it, but I'd like to make a video today going over my thoughts on it in full. Now, Hayden played Anakin in episodes two and three. The majority of people hated the character, and even George has gone on to say this. For Hayden, his performance is great, they just don't like the character. Now, while all that might be true, many people didn't like his acting because they said he was too whiny, monotone, and lacks emotion. While I fully agree with all of you there, I'm also here to address just why he was the perfect fit. George went through Anakin's story with Hayden the entire time. From pre-production to post-production, Hayden knew the character inside and out. He knew who he'd turn into and who he had to start out as. Let's take Anakin as if he were a real human in today's world. You know what? Rather, let's make it personal. Anakin is you. You are Anakin. So let's begin. You're born without a father figure. Your mom and you have to survive being slaves by the huts and then some disgusting flying creature that whips you and beats you until you're black and blue. Seriously, that happened in the books and comics to Anakin all the time. You grow up seeing your mom treated like garbage and you can't do anything about it because you're just a little boy who's also a slave and has to do anything for the hand that feeds him. This kind of gives you a complex growing up, wouldn't you think? The only thing you have is building things. You like to do that in your own downtime, and really robots are your only friend anyways. Some magical wizard comes along with this beautiful looking girl and whisks you away to a life of being a space wizard, where you can move stuff with your mind and help people because after living in a life of poverty and torture your whole life, all you just want to do is have justice for yourself, your mom, and the people around you. You know, as much as you can. So you leave your mom in slavery on this terrible planet, you train, you realize that you're more powerful than everyone in your class, even some of your teachers, yet they don't advance you. They keep you in the same grade when you clearly can move forwards. You get your first mission finally, almost 10 years later, with the only woman you've had a crush on, yet you are forbidden to act on your feelings for her. You have to be like a machine, cold, numb, and monotone, 
that's the way that they've raised you to be. You keep having these visions of your mother dying, and then you eventually fail in saving her because you were forced to be on this mission, when you mentioned it countless times to your master, who really wasn't supposed to be your master in the first place, but only is because the real one died, and you got pawned off to his student, who definitely wasn't ready for an apprentice of his own. He disregards your thoughts on your mother whenever you mention it, and tells you to focus on the moment. You witness her death, she being tortured by faceless monsters in the desert on the planet you were a slave your whole life. You promised to become powerful and come back to save her, but they held you back. Your master ignored your warnings about her being in danger, and now you have to bury her. You fight the guy responsible for all the turmoil in the galaxy who betrayed the faction, the Jedi, you were brainwashed to obey. Simultaneously, he's the same guy your original master was trained by, so you already have some strange resentment towards him. And then he cuts your arm off. You get married in secret, then spend the next few years being a war hero above all the others for the Clone Wars. You kill the guy who took your arm, then immediately find out you're having a baby with your wife. This is kind of a double or triple whammy. The Jedi can't know that you're with anyone romantically. You can't be married, and you definitely can't be having a child. How will all of this be hidden? How will that be answered when people ask her about it? Will she have to have a fake husband? How will that work? This entire time since you've become a space wizard, I guess we could say, you've been manipulated by this old man who's the closest thing to an uncle to you, Palpatine, or maybe even like a father. You have dreams of your wife dying in childbirth constantly. Now this uncle figure says that there's a way to save people from dying, but not through the Jedi, who you've trusted your whole life. But you're now starting to doubt a little bit with their actions and their over-involvement with politics. You're now probably the most conflicted you've ever been in your whole life. You already lost your mom because you were held back all those years when you could have been developing your powers further to maybe give you more insight a lot earlier or save those from death sooner. Your mind now begins to point fingers at everyone, all in anger and desperation. You're moody, you're stressed out, you're not sleeping, you're not eating, you're not respected the way you should be by anyone here, especially those below you. But yet, you keep your cool by being callous, numb, monotone, like a machine, like a ticking time bomb. You're given a seat on the council. What an honor but you're denied the rank of master. This has never been done in history. Not only is that outrageous and unfair, but it would have granted you access to the restricted section that only masters have access to. Perhaps this would have led you to learning how to save your wife from dying, preventing you from turning to the dark side and pledging your allegiance to the Sith and your new uncle. The dreams won't stop either. You find out your uncle father figure is behind all of this and that he's the most powerful and evil guy in the universe. He was even behind the guy that chopped off your arm in the first place. You tell the guy who has always doubted you, always given you a hard time, and always felt like you didn't deserve your powers, not to mention, he denied you the rank you deserve. He says go sit and wait for us big boys to take care of business. You sit, you think, you cry because you can't really do anything else with all of these pent-up emotions that you've had for years and years on end. And in response to losing the only person who promised to treat you with the power and respect that you deserve, you run to see what's going on. You're caught in between the guy that has always disliked you and the uncle-father figure who promised to save your wife. In a split-second decision, without thinking, purely on emotion, it's about you saving your wife or saving the guy who has always been mean to you. You choose your wife. There's no going back. You're in this life for good. You explode. You kill everyone, including the kids. You're on a power trip. All those years of pent-up emotions and powers that you could never use are now unleashed in a span of just a few hours for the first time in your life. You are sent to kill annoying, evil politicians on a fire planet. You kill them. You see your wife. She wants you to run away and raise your child together. You calm down. You consider it. You look up to think. And what do you see? Your master in the doorway of her ship. Rage. Blind 
dark rage engulfs you. The next thing you know, she's passed out on the ground. You don't know how. Now it's just him in your path. You don't focus on the force. You don't focus on your training. You just unleash. You're winning. He gets the high ground. You have a god complex. You think you can do anything in the galaxy, including beating him the way that he beat the first Sith Lord in a thousand years, which you know all about. This fuels your ego even more, thinking that you are that much better than him and you can beat him at his own move. You try it and you lose. You then spend the rest of your life in a terrible, agonizing misery of depression, where no one you know is around you anymore, you are hated and feared by the entire galaxy, and you never really can see your face again because you're entombed in this black suit. And everything on you is pretty much burned off. Yeah, everything. What? Hayden knew this was Anakin's life when he read the script for the role. He played the character perfectly. He was the literal definition of a brainwashed soldier, however, the only issue was he was brainwashed only after he spent about a decade in a life of misery and torture with the only family that he had, his mother. Those emotions will mess you up. Eventually, the obedient dog, when mistreated, I don't care how obedient he's trained to be, will respond to nature's calling and bite back. If we take all of this into account, then Hayden did a fantastic job. Watch the prequels again, at least Revenge of the Sith. His entire demeanor is always as if he's processing something, and that's the genius right there. Whether Hayden did this intentionally or not, it's how Anakin should be. Conflicted. He was always conflicted. Luke sensed it in him, even into his older age as Vader. Anakin always had this hate. And it's because of what happened to him as a kid, that's something that only got worse the more he was mistreated and stressed out with all of his complexes that I just mentioned. Also, for those who don't know, Hayden actually paid so much attention to how James Earl Jones sounds as Darth Vader, he would try to pronunciate the same words in the same style of context. Notice how he says the words, my master. He rolls the words together, just like Vader did. He paid very close attention to the role, and I think he did a really good job. I think Anakin is Hayden, and Hayden is Anakin. Maybe there are others who could play his part, sure, but that doesn't mean that he didn't do a great job or that they could do a better one. This is what we got, and I think it lives up to the part. If you guys think differently, I encourage all of you to put your thoughts down below for everyone to see. Now, on a side note, since you have made it to the end of the video, I have released all the auditions for the Vader fan film web series that I'm trying to create. According to Lucasfilm's rules, if you missed the video, I will be paying for the entire project myself. This is a huge project, and if you want to see everything that the channel brings, then feel free to donate to the Patreon down below. According to the rules, I can't crowdfund for the fan film, so I won't be doing that. I will be paying for it out of my pocket. But of course, if you want to see everything that I've promised on this channel, please do donate or check out the Patreon down below in the description box. It's a beautiful story where Vader is ordered to go back to Naboo to kill the final remnants of Order 66, which includes Mace Windu and his band of 10 other Jedi Masters, Padawans, and Younglings. Will Vader be strong enough to live up to the test? And will his clones be able to survive? Thank you everyone for your time, and I will see you all in the next episode of Star Wars Theory. Until then, my fellow Jedi and Sith friends, remember, the Force will be with you always.